before we get started, before we do the introductions, I gotta ask, how did you guys get your weird names? You wanna go first? Me? Okay, so it's actually Nyan Court, kinda like the Nyan Cat, because I love everything there is to love about cats. Wait, what's a Nyan Cat? It's like this weird little... The animation, yeah, it's like that space cat. That it's like a weird animation. Like it's the most random thing that they have on the internet these days. <laughs> so I that like, sort of makes sense, but I got to imagine there's no sense behind Bagel Noob. Uh, not a, not a, not a. There's no sense behind it at all. So <clears throat> back in the day, uh, I think I was about 15 years old. I started playing this MMO called Maple Story, mm-hmm. and and. Uh, I love that game. I poured so much money and like time of my life into that to that game. But once I, you know, probably once I got, I, I played it all the way up to college from like ninth grade through college, and uh, I was in a guild in that guild called Tree. So nerdy right now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Super nerdy. <laughs> Episode 34 of Pokemon Go Radio, the place for everything Pokemon Go and the place for everything Pokemon Go FM because we have guests, real legit Pokemon masters in the house today. We got the guys from Pokemon Go FM here. Please, guys, my esteemed guests, tell them what's up. Hey guys, I'm Yan from Pokemon Go FM here with you guys to do some exciting, collaborating, fun things today. So, hello. <laughs> What's up, guys? Uh, it's me, uh, Bagel Noob, the esteemed, as Nar has, uh, you know, so majestically, you know, described us with such colorful adjectives. I mean, just wow. The vocabulary on that young man is just immaculate. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, this is me, me, guys, Bagel Noob. Uh, I'm sure a lot of you guys that listen to my show listen to his show uh, because he has 16,000 times more uh, listeners than we do. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate being able to come and can be on the show with uh with 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 nar real quick hey nar can i can i have a second to say something really quick yes this is a collaboration yeah so i just wanted to know that like want everybody in the community to know that like you know the reason that yan and i wanted to do um these different collaborations with the diff you know all these different pokemon go podcasts was because we just the community is not as united as i feel like it should be you know mm-hmm. and yeah. To be honest, Nar, since Niantic does such a poor job at managing the community, you and me and the guys over at, you know, Pokemon Go Pod and Yan and, you know, your, you know, uh, Mama Narwhal and Salt, all, all of us, we're really the leaders of this community. You know, yeah. that's, to you know, even though we may take that for granted, we do hold a large responsibility like in this community and so you know i wanted to do these different collaborations because you know i just wanted this community to be more united like i wanted i wanted everybody to be one that's that's really what i wanted that's why i set out to do this and so yeah me and yan we're really glad to be be on the show yeah i'm super stoked about this like i'm really glad that we finally got together i know that i usually start with a a cool voice or something but you know i just had to get that off of my chest I thought we had passed the intro period where that was acceptable, but there you go. I I just want to say thank you guys for being the ones that emailed all of us. I know you guys you guys were on Pokemon Go podcast last week, and I just checked that out, and it was awesome. Um, and then and then you guys emailed us and asked you know if we could do a collaboration, and that was just a cool thing. And I, I applaud you guys for stepping up and taking the lead on that. And yeah, for sure. I a hundred percent agree that this is kind of the period of time where. The community has to come together in a in a cross pollinization kind of way, right? People right. from your show, people from our show. I think it's all it's all this one big community. So, yep. with that, in honor of the collaboration, you guys always start your show with talking about the coolest thing you did last week. So, let me ask you guys, what was the coolest thing you did last week? Well, one of the cooler things that I did would have to be, and I know this isn't like super awesome or anything, but. 
don't see very many magnemites around my mm-hmm. area. And I did stumble upon a nest of them, yeah. like a nest, like a nest. Like, like a we were getting back nest. to back to back yeah. to back magnemites. Yeah, we found a magnemite so, nest. You know, that's yeah. probably one of the cooler things. Like I said um, earlier in the week, I've been I've been really tied up in work, so that's probably the coolest thing, which is sad to say, but true. And I, I know what Noob's about to say, and it's about to piss me off, but I'm going to let him go for it, give his spill about his day last night. All right, so, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't mean to rub it in your face, with, you know, by rubbing it in your face, but let me just go ahead and rub it in your face. I mean, you mean it a little bit, I think. Uh, I mean it a lot, actually. So, uh-huh. um... I was hunting with with the co-host of my other show, and uh, she and I were, you know, we were just out because we had just got done recording, and we were out playing some Pokemon. And I had a 10K Edge, you know, stewing in the pot, man, stewing in the pot. Did I had forgotten all about it? Um, because you know it's so easy to forget about the eggs that you have incubating because like we literally always have eggs incubating. Like yeah. who doesn't always have eggs incubating, right? The crazy part about this is. We pulled up to like a, it's a small little restaurant and it's also a pokey stop. Now this 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 particular pokey stop always has a high concentration of Pokemon around it. Brents and Fondren, yeah, usually it always has a high concentration of Pokemon in front of. It. They do. There's it's always guaranteed, especially grass starter grass Pokemon are always over there. Right. I'm glad you said that. So we pull up. We we get ready to pull around because we're tracking. We're we're looking on the tracker and there's a Quagsire in front of this in front of the store. Right. So when I pull up, the police, like they're waiting on me, like they had been following me and I didn't realize it. They cut me off. They cut me off in front of the parking lot so that I couldn't go forward. But the restaurant was to the right anyway. They didn't know where I was going. So I just turned. I didn't pull over anything. I just turned over to the right, just parked in the middle of the parking lot and (laughs) and just caught all the Pokemon in front of there. They didn't they didn't come pull me over or anything, but they they blatantly blocked me from like trying to leave leave the parking lot. Of course. But. As soon as I parked, I had just cracked that 10K mark. And as soon as the egg hatched, as soon as the egg cracked open, a little baby, little baby camouflage green. Oh, no. Pokemon with a little baby horn came right out of that egg. Damn it. Came right out of that egg and I nicknamed him Larvitar. Oh, <laughs> That's man. what I call him. I made him my buddy immediately. That's dirty. Collecting nose candies, and I don't mean to rub it in your face. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I got my first Larvitar, guys, and I am super, super excited because Tyranitar is a freaking monster in this game. Like, have you ever played competitive, like, you know, Pokemon on the regular games? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I played a couple of the games. I went to like one tournament when I was a kid and yeah. got the crap beat out of me and did not go back. So do you know about like, you know about EVs and stuff like that? I know you. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, okay. So, you know, like Tyranitar has great, it's like it's a great Pokemon when properly EV trained, right? Mm-hmm. Right. But like, it's a really good Pokemon in the regular games. But in this game, it's just, it's absolutely ridiculously strong. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, it's- he does work. That is a powerful Pokemon. What is the coolest thing you did this week? That's a good question. The coolest thing I did this week is mostly remember how important it is that I keep my wife happy because she went to Alabama for a work trip. And so I was, you know, hanging out, kind of pretending to be a bachelor for like four days. And by about the time day three rolled around, I was sitting there drinking, I think, Pepsi and Evan Williams, which, kids, if you don't know what Evan Williams is, it's some nasty whiskey. And mm. I thought, you know what? It's probably better that I am married because this is not a good life. Just eating crappy pizza, drinking crappy whiskey, just realizing that I'm like 10 minutes away from being in a country song where like my wife left me and my dog is gone. And <laughs> so this, this is just a, a good reminder to keep Mama Narwhal happy because she is awesome and... I think my life without her would be pretty boring. Oh, uh, so, yeah, little, little so sentimental, evil. little sweet, little sweet <laughs> stuff there. But she does. She tells me that she does sometimes listen to the podcast when she is not on it. Hopefully, this will get me in her good books. 
Yeah, Aww. that's good. You gotta stay in her good books. And next time when you introduce her, call her sexy because uh, she seems to be <laughs> wanting that. Yes. That uh, you know, that that little tidbit in her intro speech uh-huh. there. That you, you know, she's just she's so sexy that I just you know I just assume it's assumed at this point, but people can't see that on a podcast. <laughs> you think that it's a given, right? <laughs> right. You know, I'm just looking at this radiant, gorgeous human being next to me the whole time, and I'm thinking oh, like, obviously. I can't take this. I honestly right, can't take stop. this. I gotta stop. I'm getting. It's too I'm, much. It's too cute. It's so, cuter than my cat right now. <laughs> I gotta ask you guys. So before we jump into the news real quick, I just wanted to t- kind of take a moment to ask you guys about kind of your background. That's one of the things we're doing with all the with all the co-hosts now that are rotating through, and just talk about a little bit about you know kind of how you guys got started in podcasting, but also kind of what your background with Pokemon is. So I, I don't know if it's the same for both of you guys. And I know if you've listened, I, you've talked about a little bit on on your show, but for those of you guys who haven't tuned in, obviously a tune into their show and b what's your background with Pokemon? Pokemon in general, like how did you guys get started playing this game? <laughs> I started Pokemon. No, but seriously, my mom bought me, just randomly bought it for me. I don't know where we were at or what we were doing, and I was nerding out, squealing over this game. And she bought it for me, and she bought me my cute little Game Boy Color see-through. And um, I came home that day and played it 48 hours, no sleep, because I'd never, oh my God. never slept when I was getting... 48 hours just straight up playing it nothing not just stop. burning through just double a batteries burning through right right, right. <laughs> dude i had the cutest little kit where i kept all of my cartridges my game boy my little snacks i'd have like a little like oatmeal cream pie in there or something for like when i'd be outside playing it because you know my mom definitely tried to encourage like she knew what she got herself into she started to <laughs> encourage me to courtney maybe maybe you should go outside babe maybe you know sun exists you know there is grass so I just take my little my little back sack, my little cartridge holder, and just go outside and play on the trampoline. And ever since then, I've been hooked, like uh, just in absolute love with the game, the stories. So it's just it's definitely been a long road full of love with Pokemon. Yeah, for sure. So well, for me, uh, my stories is uh, is similar. Uh, well, first when I was in the first grade, no, I was in the second grade, and um, Pokemon Blue, and that. I had a see-through purple Game Boy Color. I had the same one. And that was the very first console. Oh, yeah. That was the very first. I still have it. I had a see-through purple Game Boy Color. And the very first game that I got, and this was back when, um, you know, you could, the only place to really buy video games and stuff was, stuff like, was like from Toys R Us. Yeah, I would go to Toys R Us and lose my mind. Mm -hmm. It was either, it was obviously there in the gaming section or the spyware section because for some reason I did go through a spy phase where I'd have like goggles on that I swear I could see through walls with. Really? (laughs) I remember exactly like the shelf that Pokemon Blue was on. I could go back into that Toys R Us. It's not a Toys R Us anymore, but I could go back into that store right now. And I can remember exactly where I stood. And I held that Pokemon Blue. I held the box in my hand. And I said, you know what? This is the start of something great. I, I wonder how much those games were back then. But she bought it for me with, with like like that. No hesitation. She bought it for me. And I fell in love, man. How did you guys decide to start a podcast about Pokemon Go? I think that's the most interesting question to me is that, you know, so many people kind of think about podcasting maybe they're really passionate about pokemon go but just for whatever reason like a random group of people uh, just decided to start a podcast so kind of like what was that thought process whose idea was it and and like how was that initial process getting started yan and i had been hearing about pokemon go like we had been following news and stuff like that for the absolute longest while we were talking about you know all the stuff we wanted to do when the game came out like before it came out we knew what it wanted to be and you know when it first like the very first day it was teased and um ever since that first day yan and i had been just losing our minds over i still got some of the text messages between us and me and you really didn't even hang out like that like we weren't even this game and this podcast brought us like together like we're like like the best of friends now yeah we were super close like uh she was like kind of close with my ex-girlfriend but like we weren't really close uh, you were kind of close with my ex-girlfriend but you know it was no she she was really close according to her but anyway that's that's neither here nor there after we um you know 
the game came out, I was in, I was, well, not, nah, before it came out, I was living in North Carolina and we were still talking about like, look, we going traveling, we going to go travel and play this game, yeah. find Pokemon and stuff. Like we had been planning this years in advance, like 2015, I promise. I know if any, any of you guys that listen to my show, you know, you guys know that I'm an avid Destiny player. Like I, yeah. What? Are yeah. you a warlock? Are you a hunter? Are you a titan? Please note the response to this question will determine our eventual friendship. Oh. I am. I. I um. I have a titan and a hunter. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. We gotta. We gotta do like a whole separate podcast now, just nerding out over Destiny because. Okay. I've never talked about it on the show before, but if you guys don't know, Destiny's a first-person shooter. It's like an MORPG, and a first-person shooter had a baby, and that baby's wonderful, and that baby's called Destiny. And that baby, I love that. Yep, it's a looter shooter. That's what they call it, a looter shooter. Are you on Are you on PlayStation? I'm on Xbox. Oh, oh we were going to play together, but now that is over. Oh, well. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Right. Um, I am uh, actually, I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in like the top 10 in the world to uh, beat um, Oryx. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, I know most of you are probably like, what the hell is he talking about? But just so you know, that's a big freaking deal. That's a huge, that's really cool. Yeah. And, you know, once, so about, back to Poke, we're going to talk about Destiny later, trust me. (laughs) Yeah, for real. For you guys that know, you know, about, that listen to my show, you know that I'm a Destiny player. I love Destiny. And um, I always wanted to start a Destiny podcast because that's, you know, when I first started listening to podcasts. So, you know, and I wanted to start a Destiny podcast, but I just didn't have anyone to you know to do it with i really love like do you listen to any destiny podcast i listen to guardian yeah. i listen to guardian radio i listen to fire you listen to fire team chat i've uh that's ign's right you know sean finnegan mm-hmm. yeah he's actually my friend oh what that's so cool yeah yeah Small world. yeah i know yeah so you know I, I i just didn't have nobody to start a destiny podcast with man but i so i was like you know, maybe I now wanna... you do just <laughs> give me the spark of something yeah that's exciting i think maybe destiny 2 one podcast for right now is pretty much all i can handle yeah right uh-huh. right destiny 2 we may have we may be able to cook something up but so yeah and and you know once pokemon go came out you know it didn't dawn on me at first and i wish it did because i wish we would have started as soon as the game came yes, out i definitely wish we would have started when the game came out because see we, we didn't last a lot better. right and and uh i think uh pokemon go came out in the end of june or the beginning of I think july. It was july july yeah i think like right at the beginning of yeah, july july 4th is gonna be its year mark when we didn't start our podcast until about August or September because I was having some gastrointestinal surgeries back to back oh, and so yeah. I was I wasn't able to work. And so, you know, I was while I was at home, I was like, you know, this would be a perfect time for me to start a podcast. And so I spent like the last couple hundred dollars that I had on some like recording equipment. And, you know, here we are. We started Pokemon Go, man, and we just never turned we never looked back, man. Where can people find your show? If they like what you guys are saying, where can they find your show? You can find our show on our website uh, through iTunes. Now, our website is, what is it, PokemonGoFM.xyz. Uh, and then you can also find our show through iTunes, which is mo- was just most popular, which is Pokemon Go FM. And then we're also on SoundCloud, Pokemon Go FM. But you can always contact us and hear about like quick feed information through our Twitter and our Instagram and whatnot. Yeah, man, that's cool. Okay, What about about you? What made you want to start? Yeah, I don't know. I guess, um, like you said, it was actually interesting because I also listen to a bunch of those Destiny podcasts. I I need to email those people because, you know, a lot of them, like the Crucible Radio guys and the uh, Destiny Community podcast and IG and all those people, I just never really played a lot of video games before, and so the idea of like that you could talk about it, like sports talk radio, but for video games, was crazy to me. Yeah. And so I just was, you know, a big fan of those podcasts. And then whenever the, a game that came along that I was really excited about the idea of, and then had so much knowledge about from being a nerd back in the '90s and early 2000s playing this game when I was a kid, I was like, oh well, I don't know, maybe I should start a podcast. And then I just had a brother who was kind of the same nerdy about it as i was and so we honestly whenever we started i remember thinking like i need to tell my friends about this i was like in between like whether or not i should tell anybody because i was a little bit embarrassed but then also i just thought no literally zero people would listen to it and i thought that'd be kind of like sad so i remember just the first day kind of looking at the media host and like I clicked on it and it's just like 10 people listen. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I checked back like five minutes later because I was, you know, just a, such a narcissist. And I was like, oh, 100 people listen. And then that's I checked funny. back like an hour later. And it's like a thousand people. I was like, oh, I called my brother. I was like, hey, man, I think 
I think people are actually going to start listening to this show. And right. Then it just kind of got accidentally popular. And, and anyway, right. and that's the thing that's so cool is that. The first, I, were you guys the first ones? No, definitely not. I think Pokemon Go podcast was on the block even before like the game started. Hmm. And then I think Poke, got a Pokemon Go. Lena and Sarah, I think, were doing it for a while too before us. But we were out, I think, like the first week, like the end of the first week, I think we had a show up. But there was already a couple of people kind of doing their, their things as, as well. So definitely a, some people on YouTube were ahead of us. But yeah, we've it's been really cool to see the growth of the community in all the different ways, like on Twitter, on YouTube, on all the other podcasts. It's just, it's exciting. It To me, it's the coolest thing about this, I this whole this, game. I love this community. I love this. And that's why it's it's so cool having you guys on because then we can talk about things like the news this the week. News. Oh. Pokemon Go needs a Deej, by the way, but let's go. We, we do. Yeah. Hey, that's a really good point. Niantic, you guys, I know you're not listening, but if for some reason like you're having a stroke and can't change the channel, hire a community manager. Hire Bagel Noob to be your community manager. And you know, Somebody. what's crazy is that I applied to be the community manager. Do they have a job for that? There's a job. Yeah, they did. They were looking for one. I don't think they ever found one, though, because uh, if they do, if they do, they need to fire him and hire <laughs> him. Yeah, that's for real. I think Bagel, I will be a letter of reference for that. So let's talk a little bit. We got a couple of news stories that I want to talk about, and it's kind of interesting. So a lot of people have been emailing in asking about this and if it's real, if it's fake, and it's it's definitely real. Critical captures are a thing, and it was introduced in the code. The data miners told us way back at update if you're on Android, that's 0.55, or if you're on Apple, iTunes, iOS, whatever you want to call it, 1.25. And we saw it was in the code, but ever since Generation 2 launched, it's actually become a thing, and we're actually seeing it. And I know we were talking earlier, Bagel, you've actually had a critical catch happen to you at least a couple of times. So what the heck is a critical catch? What a critical capture is, guys, is pretty much you're throwing, say, you know, you meet a Pokemon in a while, you throw a Pokeball at it, Ultra Ball, Great Ball, you know, dealer's choice. Once you hit the Pokemon successfully and it goes inside the Pokeball, you know, usually it takes three shakes for before it's captured. Right, before it's captured. But with a critical capture, only one shake. It takes one shake and boom, you got the Pokemon. Yeah. When you get the critical capture, like, you know, usually once you when you catch a Pokemon, stars pop out of the Pokeball to let you know that you caught the, the Pokemon successfully. But with the critical capture, the well, with the, with the regular capture, the stars that come out, they come out in a straight line. They come out like in, you know, like a mm-hmm. yeah. like array type of direction. Right. But like when with um with the critical capture, the stars come out in like a squiggly in like squiggly lines. They come out like squiggly lines. And that's how you know you got a critical capture. One shake and squiggly line stars coming out of your Pokeball. That's how you know you successfully got a critical capture. Now, that was one thing I, I, I it just popped in my mind while I was explaining this um nar and i was wondering if if the berries matter with the critical capture i honestly that's the thing that's interesting is that people have been doing this i'll probably retweet this video of an ursaring getting critical captured i know somebody caught a crowbat you've caught a couple of things with critical captures but the real interesting thing is that nobody knows why maybe it's the berries maybe it's how you hit it maybe it's totally random i mean yan do you have any idea like what causes a critical capture to happen I think, like you said, like, you know, when you grab that certain, well, no, the certain Pokestops after, like, what, 10, when you get the major gifts? Okay, so never mind. I take that back. I think it's a sporadic thing, though. Um, I think it's completely random. Yeah, I think it's definitely completely random. Um, But I do think that they put it out there enough for people to see it a few times. It's not like like how I complain on all of the shows about the 10K eggs, you know? Mm -hmm. I definitely think it's more common than that, but... I definitely think yeah. it's random. I don't think that it, and I think that if it's random, it should stay that way because if people can find out how to get successfully get a critical capture, we'll abuse it. I will abuse it. <laughs> I will abuse it too. Yeah. We'll abuse it to the max. And the only thing yeah. about that is that you know it could be, it could be dangerous for the game when it comes time for battling and trading. It yeah, wouldn't just exploit critical captures. It may not affect the game too much, but I feel like it will definitely affect the game's economy, uh, some some way, shape, or form. What if it's placement? Oh, that like if you hit what like a Bulbasaur and it's fl- and it's bulb or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but every Pokemon has its own thing, like a Kangaskhan and its and its baby and its child. You know, you're gonna start. Wait, yeah, you're advocating throwing balls at babies. Like, what's wrong with you? What's going on? <laughs> I mean, I that can, is I can, be, I can be vulgar sometimes. Excuse me, guys. <laughs> 
Just excuse me, Miss Kangaskhan, real quick. I just need to whip this metal ball at your baby's face. Right. I don't know. I just it's, need to... hey, it's a regional exclusive. I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. I'm not saying oh, I wouldn't yeah, do it either. I definitely would. I hit that baby <laughs> right in the face with the ball. <laughs> right. Just have it. So, so my only thinking about like, I think it's kind of cool because it's random. I know that at some point they introduce critical capture into the video games, into the Game Boy games, but like. I was I've seen it speculated on the internet that this might have something to do with the legendary Pokemon and like you might need to do whatever to get a critical capture. Do you think it's tied in or is it just like a, a weird little thing, like a fluke that's in the game just for kind of flavor? So, Honestly, if I come across a legendary, the last thing I'm gonna be thinking about is a critical capture. That's the first if it's a thing that we can use, that's the first thing you need to be thinking about if we come but, across yeah. a legendary. No, I'm gonna be freaking out. Like I'm just I'm gonna, I'm just gonna be honest. Like, okay, yeah. The, we, yeah, the first thing you're gonna do is freak out. Yeah, for sure. You're gonna maybe like, get oh a my couple, God. Maybe get a couple screenshots, who knows, yeah. perhaps. Oh, get, get a thirty get thirty five screenshots. And then after so first you freak out, then you get the screenshots, then the next thing you should be thinking about, and is, then he runs. Oh my god! Dude, no, people are gonna like, send emails people. like, "Are you is, is Yan okay? <laughs> is she all right, dude? She all right, man. I don't. I really like her voice. I don't want her to go anywhere." Yeah, I definitely think that that it would happen to me. I'd freak out. But I would ask you guys a question. Let's say just randomly, you're walking down the street. And Articudo pops up. I know that's your favorite Pokemon, Bagel. Look at you. You Would are you, spitting facts right I, now. I listen to y'all's show. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Oh, I love this. Would you Would you tell anybody if you caught Articudo? Of course. I would tell. He would shout it to everyone in there. He'd stop cars and be like, look, yo, bro, like, what I just got? That's a good, he would be so obnoxious. That's a good question, actually. <laughs> I would tell Yan, but I don't know how... I don't know, like... You know, I would... Okay, so a part of me would be like, maybe I should keep this a secret because of the girl who got death threats and stuff for having an Articuno. Remember that? Oh, yeah. Yep. I forgot yep. about that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't, death threats don't scare me. I don't... That don't scare me, but it's just, you know... I, That's hard. I don't know if I would want everybody to know if I had one because people would accuse me... I'm having me of, a hard pe- time believing that. Just because pe- I don't... People would accuse me of cheating, even yeah. though I know that I got the Articuno legitimately. But other parts of me thinking, like, if I caught an Articuno... That means, man, you know, I know that I got it legitimately through by catching, throwing a Pokeball at it and catching it. Or however, you you know, whatever means they're going to go about, uh, you know, making the legendary Pokemon accessible to us. That, you know, I'm going to go through uh, those means to get mine, right? Yeah. But whenever, if I got one through by catching a Pokeball, I know it would be legitimate. So, you know, that other part of me is like, you know, maybe I could just go ahead and show everybody because that means that they can get one too. And obviously your podcast would just blow up all the way. I mean, if you're like the one guy that got an Articuno, yeah, that, that'd be pretty that cool. True. I could use it for publicity. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'd tell anybody because people, like you said, might accuse me of cheating and that actually leads us into our next story, which Perfect is segue. all, yeah. See, I'm getting a lot better about this. I see spoofing so spoofing has been all the rage this week it's been something that's in my inbox it's been something that's on the internet so just kind of tell you like why we're talking about spoofing so three things happened this week that kind of brought this topic to my attention first listener sandy shot us a facebook message where she showed this claim it was a post basically somebody put it up on reddit or i don't know where and they said that they were a legit player but they played all the time and people had been reporting them for spoofing, even though they hadn't, right? They just, you know, people were getting salty because they saw this kid in all the gyms around and they were reporting him even though he was up to, you know, not necessarily no good or whatever. He just was getting reported uh, speciously and it was really bumming him out and he was afraid that the account was going to get deleted. So Sandy kind of asked like, hey, do you think this is for real? And, and what do you guys think about it if it is? So that happened. Secondly, Somebody actually on our Twitter feed, which is a really great place, everyone's really happy and awesome and there's not any negativity, but you know, someone just casually kind of dropped and they, they very well might have been joking, so I don't want this to be any dispersions on that listener. They really could have just meant it as a joke or whatever, but they just referenced saying like, hey, I think you're spoofing, right? Somebody about a blissy or whatever. And so that kind of was like, oh, right? That's, that's interesting that someone would accuse another person of spoofing. And then the third thing that really made me see that this was a big deal this week is that you guys, I don't know if you know Nick from Trainer Tips. He posted a video this week criticizing spoofing, just kind of like went on a full tirade about spoofing and how it was not okay. And then the very next day actually released a video apologizing and saying that, you know, like he didn't mean to like crap on everybody, but that well, whole controversy kind of shreds. Yeah. They talk yeah. 
they jumped all the way down his throat. So those kind of three things got me in a, a mind frame that I want to talk to you guys about it and see kind of like what your take on is it. But before we kind of talk about our opinions on it, I, I somebody probably should explain like what is spoofing. Um, so layman's terms, guys, spoofing is cheating. cheating. It's when That's you get caught much. cheating. It's <laughs> when you don't want to go outside and walk your own eggs. It's when you yeah, when you put eggs in gems so that they exactly so be... that they can be beaten. Right. Or oh yeah, spot remember when that was a thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that was cool. Yeah, that was funny. I never did it, but that was pretty funny. Or when you uh, could uh, fool your GPS into thinking you were actually walking when you're at home on the toilet. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So and now they have this thing also where you can, um, if you're a passenger in the car, like you can, what hit, you can hit your journal. That's not really spoofing. You don't think? No, it's not spoofing because spoofing is when you enter into the de- the game's code to change the code to. I mean, cheat. true. So yeah, technically, technically, that's not cheating. That's just a like more like a glitch. A gl- yeah, type. We actually, I know you guys are talking about. I think one of the guys from Pokemon Go podcast said and he's that he's the one who told if, me that. Yeah, Joe yeah, Art. Joe Art. Yeah, Joe said that if you are in your journal and you pop out real quick and you hit a stop while you're moving fast, it like freezes the speed lock on the game. We tried that. We couldn't get it to work, but it might just be our crappy reflexes. But something like that, I would consider like maybe in a minor way taking advantage of a glitch. To me, that's kind of different than, you know, like you said, sitting on the toilet and having your avatar walk eggs, find Pokemon, and battle in gyms, right? That's When I think about spoofing, I really think, like, you're you're tricking the GPS and moving around with a joystick, wandering around, going to catch Pokemon. Right. So... So what do you guys what do you guys think about it? A, do you think this is like a problem? Do you think it's prevalent? Is it is it big where you are, or is this something that's kind of the internet's spun up about? That's is 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 it not really a thing? Is it like not a big deal? What do you, what do you guys think about? I it? definitely think it's a big deal. I definitely think it's a big deal because it could hurt like players who are actually playing the game, like they should be playing the game. Um, it's not very common, in my opinion, in the area that we're in. I don't see it. Like I've, I've vaguely saw a few eggs and gems here, but that wasn't something that was just overtaking the town, like the city or whatever. That's because Niantic has, so far, up until this point, even though they have done a pretty bad job at managing the community, they've done pretty good at banning people they've done pretty good at like banning ips and perma banning and dropping the ban hammer on people all of those good things they've done a great job at that so you know the people who are spoofing right now I've, we we yan and i gave you all a psa like 18 episodes ago and we said don't cheat because you will get caught and you will get banned permanently because niantic put out they were very very like yeah, they're serious yeah they're definitely oh, yeah. serious they let people know that but we, i don't want that seriousness to affect other players that are doing what they should be doing you know what i mean because they have to go through dramatics in order to prevent things like that from happening so but yeah. on the internet it's just so tricky like there are some very good y'all, you guys are you cheaters out there y'all are so clever i'll <laughs> give you that y'all are some clever people mm-hmm. i always that think like true. i get that somebody would be able to take advantage of like an app you know they would just for whatever reason just download the thing and and we'll talk about some of the reasons why they might do that. But, like, the people that invent the apps and the abilities to spoof, I'm just thinking, like, are they just doing it to watch the world burn? Because the effort it must take to program those things, it's like, right. just go outside. Just go outside like, and play the game. By the, the time game. you finish doing all that, you could have been outside and, then, and walked around your neighborhood. And, like, then, yeah. and then, you know, by the time you get done making that app and, you know, putting it out there... It's going to be shut down for a matter of, you know, days if you are lucky before it gets shut down. Niantic shut was shut down third party tracking apps. You think they're not going to shut down a spoofing app? You got your mind like you're wasting your time doing that stuff. It's just stupid. I, I kind of agree with you guys. I've I have noticed it. I've actually seen people spoof in real time. Like I've been at kind of more isolated gyms. And, I, I you know, nobody's around. And yet the, the gym is getting battled before I even. Or, or walls even starts fighting it so I, and I, you know i can see the numbers go up and yeah. that's something that happens but even then even in those circumstances i am really reticent to report people just because like what if i'm wrong what if maybe you know they were in the church that i was in front of and wow. they just you know their gps kind of just wandered a little bit too far or wandered a little bit further than it normally would and they're able to battle right like i i would it just happens. hate to rat on somebody because that you know, I would be so afraid that they're the, a legitimate player and that I was going to drop a dime on them when they weren't doing anything. But at the same time, I 
I do notice it. I do think it's a problem. I know, like, literally day three of Gen 2, somebody had a 3200 Tyranitar in a gym in Pensacola. And I'm just like, come on, man. This is this is kind of... Right. Maybe, is- maybe they just got super lucky and caught a wild Tyranitar and, like, hatched two Lavatar. But, like, honestly, it's, when I see wow. stuff like that, it just makes me think, like, man, this is really taking the piss out of the game because it's all the people like us that are hustling going outside playing hard and then somebody like that and it it honestly wouldn't bother me except when it comes to the gym system right because i'm supposed to battle that thing now like come on man that's ridiculous i was just in a gym last night that had um 3100 cp tyranitar in there now oh my god you know i was like man i don't know this just i've always felt kind of kind of iffy when it because this guy was sitting at the top of that gym for a couple of weeks and last night you know i was just was fed up i was fed up with it it's a teddy earth outside yeah i'll get that um <laughs> yeah and i was just fed up with it and so i was like you know what i'm gonna get in this gym so i put my pokemon in there and um i don't know man i don't like i just don't feel like that guy was lucky enough to get a get that tyranitar like you said unless he caught it in a while at 3100 cp and you know he was level 35 so it's possible for him to have you know i guess it's possible for him to have caught that but like i just don't know the odds of that happening like what are the odds like yeah the place where we live we 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 have yet to we i played we play this game all of the if time if we saw that here that would most definitely be cheating we've never i've never we've never seen a wild larvitar ever we don't live in the we don't live in the biome for that like i've um i've read somewhere that larvitars are most likely popping up in like you know you know mid the mountain biome yeah, yeah. stuff like that They're, that's where they that's where they pop it up at. like we don't live in the area for that and you know the fact that i have a larvitar right now is just from sheer luck because i hashed it out of an egg and the ivs aren't even great but i know that the chances of me getting another one are slim to none so once i get 50 candies for that which will be by walking him as my buddy or getting lucky and hatching another one out of another 10k egg i'm just gonna evolve him until i get that tyranitar that's not all that great because i just don't i don't I'm not gonna. I'm probably not gonna get lucky enough to, you know, do that. Now maybe when I I'm going to E3. Um. In oh yeah, I heard you guys talk about that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to E3 in June. So while I'm in LA, maybe I'll be able to get some. Maybe maybe it might be some larvitars out that way. Who knows? I don't know. I'll try. But I just want you guys to stop cheating, dude. Like. <laughs> I think that's kind of where I ultimately come down is that I'm really I want people to be really careful who they accuse of cheating because you don't know like if people are no lifing this game or even if they maybe get super lucky they can get those really high Pokemon they can get those 2800 Blissies they can get those you know whatever right I don't want people to assume but I will say that after that right like I have no patience for it I really there's a ton of different reasons people have. You know, they talk about being sick. They talk about being disabled. They talk about being in the wrong area. And I am sympathetic to all that, and I think that really sucks. But count me on the side of being adamantly against spoofing. I just, this game and Niantic's vision for this game is very much about the real world, augmented reality. Right. You know, going out into the world, that's the the purpose of this game. There is a whole, like, actually, Trainer Tips had a really good point. There's a whole slew of Pokemon games, right? If you want to play Pokemon inside, play Red, play Blue, play Y, play Z, play X, play Moon, play Sun. Like, that's how you play Pokemon. Pokemon. If you want to play Pokemon Go, get up and go outside, right? Exactly. That's that's your. Hint's that's stuff. how this game. That's how this game works. And if you can't play, that really sucks. And I honestly feel bad for you. And I really hope that 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 doesn't happen. But at the same time, Pokemon like, Go just isn't for you. For your right, don't. Don't bring don't bring that to me and say like, oh, well, you know, you're privileged or you're lucky in this way. And it's like this is a game. We're not all entitled to this game. I'm sorry that it didn't work out that way. And, and you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, I would say just my two points on this are don't accuse people of cheating if you don't 100 percent know that they are cheating just because you might be salty. Yeah. And the second thing is if you are cheating or you're thinking about cheating, just don't. Just don't play the game that way. Just be cool and play the game straight up. As time goes on, we'll get more Pokemon into rural areas. We'll get more Pokemon uh, into places where people can play. Like, I would love to see more Pokestops and Pokemon spawning in hospitals, right? So if you are laid up somewhere, you can play. But just, yeah. come on, man. Just don't just don't be like that. That's 
that's kind of where I'm coming down. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. I was uh, <clears throat> I was in the hospital uh, a lot over the Christmas uh, over Christmas, like like three days before Christmas and like three days after Christmas. I, I was, was in, in the there hospital. due to him. Yeah, I was in the hospital and like you know I wanted to play Pokemon Go, but I mean I couldn't, you know, so I just didn't. Pe- yeah. Easy, simple, and I mean, I have a show about the game, so of course I want to play the game whenever I have the time. So, like, you know, of course I was laid up in this hospital bed, flat on my back, not able to move, like wanting to play the game, but I couldn't do that. And it's like it would have been, it would not have been fair for me to like, okay, well, it's just because since I'm in the hospital, you know what I mean, just for these few days, maybe I'll just, you know, find me a way to GPS hack and get my guy to walk across the street to that gym over there, and I just beat the snot out of that gym. You know, like it would have been yeah. unfair for me to do something like that. So, guys, just refrain from doing that. And, like, you know, hopefully Niantic will get more Pokestops and gyms into rural areas because, you know, we need they people that live in rural areas need that. And, like, I don't sympathize with you when it comes to cheating. That I, And I never will. So, you guys don't cheat. I've told we've told you this once before. And I, I'll say it again for our sake. And, for you guys' sakes, too. Don't cheat. Don't do it. You will get banned. Niantic ain't playing with y'all. Okay. Well, let's move on uh, after that kind of dour note. Let's talk about something happy. Let's talk about some good stuff that happened this week, and that is Catch the Week. So every week we talk about an amazing Pokemon that somebody caught, and the somebody this week, we got to give a big shout-out to Tracy, and she actually she wrote such a funny email that I'm going to just recite what she said because I thought it was so funny. So she says, NAR and Pokemon Go Radio family, which now includes Yan and Bagel New because we're all one big family over here. So that's awesome. So she says, I was at work Friday when a dark image popped up on the nearby menu. Since new and rare Pokemon hardly ever appear in this area, I walked very quickly and business-like out of the building. I'm not so sure about that, Tracy, but okay, we'll go with it. (laughs) Again, (laughs) Again, to hide the fact that I was chasing Pokemon. I walked briskly through the business park and quietly begged the new Pokemon not to despawn. I got to the Pokestop and saw it was a Bayleaf. An 89 CP Bayleaf. (laughs) Frowny face. Poor babe, I'm sorry. That's that's okay, we've been there. (laughs) So after catching it with equal parts happiness and disappointment, I trudged back to the office. Suddenly, a 10K egg wiggled on my screen and a Dratini... Finally, you have no idea how excited and relieved I was. Girl, I'm, I'm a casual that player. With you, she's my buddy, and uh, made my day when I realized I didn't have my badge to get back in the office. So <laughs> I guess Tracy had to knock on some windows. But congratulations on the bay leaf, but an even bigger congratulations, Tracy, on that Dratini. That's awesome. I hope you got a bunch of candy for that, and congratulations. So Bagel, now welcome to the Thunderdome. You and Yan, what is your catch of the week? What do you got? All right, so um. I have a I have a few man. Uh, I finally I got my first Gyarados. Mm. Yeah, nice. Perfect IVs, almost perfect, almost perfect IVs. Pretty, pretty. You know, it was praised well. Everything, uh, like twenty three hundred CP. Um, I got my first Alakazam last night. Well, kind of this morning because I was playing at like three a.m. So I got my first Alakazam this morning. I caught a wow. Yeah, I had like ninety two. I caught an Abra last night at around 12 a.m. We hard, we don't have a lot of Abras around. Yeah, we here. don't. Every time I see them, I swear they flee. Fleed. Yeah. Like gone. so. And oh yeah, you were just talking about the other day. Y'all try to catch one. Were you catching it live when you filmed the podcast uh, or you recorded the podcast? Yep. And yep. it ran away. It ran yeah. away from yeah. both of us. Yeah. yeah. And that damn Abra. Yeah. <laughs> and so I caught an Abra at around at around one o'clock, one one a.m. this morning. And um, I was like, you know, I, now I got 92 Abra candies and I had a perf- I had a really good IV Kadabra. So I was like, you know, I, I just need to, you know, the next Abra I catch, I'm going to use a pineapple berry on it and then transfer these few Abras that I have and then evolve my Kadabra. And, you know, I was wait, I was expecting maybe to see another Abra in a week or two. But I kept playing. I kept playing. And at around 3 a.m. or so. I look down at the nearby tab and there's a wild Kadabra down the street from me. So I bust a U-turn. I hit a U-turn in the middle of the street. And I turn and go catch this this Kadabra, which was 1300 CP or something like that. You know, I I ras- I didn't need to pineapple it, so I use a I used a um I used a raspberry, caught it, evolved my other Kadabra, and now I got my first Alakazam. Congrats. What move what moves does it have? Uh I think 
Let's see. I don't. I, did mine? I don't think I wanted it. To, I actually wanted mine to have future sight, but I don't think it did. Let me see. Yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah. Uh, let's. See. But it doesn't really have any bad moves right now. Even dazzling gleam's pretty good. Uh, Kadabra. I mean, Alakazam can learn dazzling gleam. Oh, that might be a legacy move. My mine had dazzling gleam, which I was really bummed about. But after they buffed it, it doesn't suck as much. Nice. So my the Alakazam, it has. Oh, it does have future sight. It has confusion. Oh, nice. Yeah. Confusion. Yeah, that's a solid DPS right there. Mm-hmm. Great DPS. Confusion and Future Sight. So yeah, I'm pretty happy about that. And I like Confusion. Confusion is a really good, uh, yeah. really good little base move that I, I like. So much like. DPS, so much energy. Okay, well, uh, Bagel Noob beat me really badly, so I don't want to go right now. So yeah, <laughs> what do you got? Dude, he beat me too. I don't see very many Geo dudes, and I did catch a few of those this week. Yeah. Um, I got my Nine Tails. I still hadn't. I had yet to have a Nine Tails. So I got that bad boy. Remember I told you about the Magnemite Ness? Yeah. ton of those. I'm looking and I'm not... Oh, an Apom. I hadn't had an Apom. Oh, those things are so creepy looking. Yeah, they're... They're weird. Apom. My, nah, man. They're weird beady eyes. They're <laughs> something. I love, they a, are I love Ambipom. I love Ambipom. Nah. I don't I know how you say it and I don't want to learn. I, I caught a wild Snorlax this morning at like... Ooh, I caught a wild Snorlax. Like, it was so disappointing. It was so like sad. It was 119. 9, 9, 12, uh, at like 1 a.m. that's like... I've got... I've probably caught like half a dozen Snorlax, but all of them are, I've got one that's 2300 CP, but it's IVs are, I think literally like 31%. It's just garbage and it doesn't have good moves. So I just, I've never hatched a Snorlax, so I have nothing to put this Snorlax candy into, but one day I'm going to get a decent Snorlax and just force feed it candy. And it's like fat, but it's going to be like mega fat Snorlax because it's going to just be like full on diabetes when I feel it full of candy. I'm oh, so yeah. excited. Just about- out of curiosity, oh, yeah. did you ever hatch any of the baby Pokemon and, and what all did you get? Yeah, I've got all the baby Pokemon except for Smoochum. That's the one that has yeah. eluded me and I'm really glad that they moved Wait, down so to 5k. You have Togepi? Oh no, Togepi actually, yeah, no, I don't have one that. I don't you have that have one Iggy either. Buff, you have um, Yeah, I've got all the Pichu, Iglybuff, Electekid, Magby, yeah. all the rest of them. Yeah. So Togepi in, and on Smoochum, okay. which now that Togepi's gone down to 2k and Smoochum's gone down to 5k. I don't get mad when they hatch because when I hatched those two Electa kids out of 10k eggs, I was like ready to throw my phone at the wall. Right. But but now they're in 5k. I hatched an Electa kid the other day. I'm like, oh, that's just as good as anything else, I suppose. Yeah. <clears throat> so my my catch of the week was actually pretty good. Um, I'm I'm hatching. I'm walking my Porygon. I've given up on my Blissey walk because I know eventually Niantic is going to hit my beautiful Blissey with the Nerf Hammer. That's yeah, going right. to be what happens. Bro, yeah, before you go, continue really quick. Blissey yeah. is a problem. Yeah, it is. Blissey really, is it a is. problem. If you have one, you have a force to be because if if you're not fighting a Blissey with a po- with a Pokemon that has uh, fighting type moves, you are gonna have a problem killing it. And it's like the Blissey's not gonna kill you. That's not your problem. Yeah. You are not gonna be able to kill that Blissey before the time runs down. That's the problem. Yeah. No, timing out is is a huge problem for Blissey. It's just and you know it's it's not like Chansey where Chansey could not even hurt you a little bit. Blissey will hurt you. I mean, she will wear you down a little bit. Yeah. But that's the thing is the timeout. That's going to get you every time. So mine's at 2,000. And part of my reason is because I just know that it's going to get nerfed. But then also, I'm kind of like, I mean, no judgment at all to people that use Blissey. If you got that 2,800 Blissey rocking, good for you. But I'm kind of like, I don't really know if I want to do this, like to the people around my neighborhood. So yeah. I've put her at just, just over 2,000. That's where I'm going to leave her. So I'm walking a Porygon, but I've only ever caught one Porygon. But this week, I went from four Porygon up to 26 Porygon candy when I hatched my very first Porygon. Uh, Really excited about it. Now I've got uh, one that I caught, one that I hatched, and that saved me a lot of walking. I got two upgrades ready to make a Porygon 2. And so now I've just got like, you know, another half a million miles to walk. So I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, It's not a spectacular catch, but it does make my walk a little bit shorter. Yeah, I got my first upgrade like last week or so. And I also got my, I hatched, I think I, did I hatch or did I catch that Porygon? I can't remember. I think I caught a Porygon in Fondren and that was where I got my first Porygon. But I really want a Porygon too, man. They're so cool looking. I do, I do too. How many, um, how many, um... I don't have a Porygon. No, I, no, I was going to ask him how many, um, Pokemon have you evolved, like, using special, like, evolution items? None. I've, that's the thing. It's actually, I'd be interested to see what you guys have. I have two upgrades, and those are the only items I've ever gotten. And if I've spun one stop, I've probably spun about 5,000 stops. I mean, I, I literally, my desk at work is on top of a stop, and I spend it all day. 
Some people say it depends on the stop. Some people say it depends on the time of day, but nobody really knows. I do know that Mama Narwhal went back to Florida to visit um, Peppa, my brother's wife, and they were hanging out for a minute, and she got some good items while she was in Pensacola a month or two ago, and then went back and got a bunch more. Nothing in Texas, but twice now she's been to Pensacola and got stuff, so maybe it's regional? I don't know. How do you, how are you guys doing on the evolutionary items? A lot. I have. I get them, <sighs> I get them all the time. I got one mm. earlier today. I, have a I got a dragon scout scale earlier today. Yeah. Okay, and that's the end of the podcast. I want to thank you guys for coming on. <laughs> so mad. Yeah, uh, I, I got a um, I got I have a Kingdra. I have a Blossom. I have a Sunflora. Um, I have a now. I got an upgrade sitting in there ready to be used. I have a I have quite a few Pokemon that that needed uh, special items to evolve. That's dirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe okay, you, well, you should come visit us and maybe we can, uh, you know, help you out a little bit. How far away is Jackson from I-10? Like two hours, three, maybe. Maybe. I, okay, there might be a little bit of a collaboration. Maybe next time we go over to Pensacola, we might have to just like have a meetup or something. We'll, yeah. we'll see how that goes. But, yeah. Um, for that. Before we do that and before we get together, sometimes things get away. Oh, my gosh. This is three for three. And that brings us to the Mon that got away, and those are the Pokemon that you tried to catch and you just you just couldn't. So I know you didn't mean to, Bagel, but you just really rubbed some salt in Jason's wound because he was so excited to catch a Meganium. He has this really cool picture of this beautiful Brontosaurus with a flower around its neck ah. hanging out in front of some flowers. Really cool picture. I'll, I'll try to retweet it. And it ran away on him. He just oh. couldn't get this meganium, and so wow. he's just bummed about it. So, Jason, we feel your pain. That's your mind that got away. Have you guys had anything run away on you? Or, I mean, besides the had, number of Abra, yeah, that ran away from us when we were recording last week. That really Yeah, that was pretty recently, bad. Recently, nothing, other than that, nothing that I've actually wanted recently has run away from me, but I have had it's, that happen in my time of playing Pokemon Go. I, it's, it always seems to be the Pokemon that you don't want that run, want yeah. to run from you. Like those Rattata. Like a Pidgey. Like you have the audacity to run from me. <laughs> or I'd have like a lucky egg popped and like everything easy to catch wants to run. Like something that only take, requires like 12 candies in order to evolve. Like that'll decide that it wants to run. Oh but, man, yeah. I have enough candy to get a mad cargo almost. Yeah. They are terrible. I looked up their stats because I was kind of interested in them. They are just. I think their CP cap is like 1,300 and their oh. stats are garbage, which really bums me out because they're so cool, yeah. but they are terrible I in this like, game. I like the way that they look. Yeah. I, and I have one with I have one with good IVs. Yeah. But, you, I mean, it could be a procedure. You know, you could always use it to, to level up some, some friendly gems, but right. yeah, it's it's not great. Mm. Um, you know so what they buffed a lot, and I'm really glad they did. Rhydon, they buffed the crap out of Rhydon. I I never used to see Rhydon in gems. Oh, yeah. Whenever they did the rebalance, they really, uh, they really pumped him up his CP cap a lot. He's like one of the highest CP Pokemon now. Right, which yeah. is really I exciting. A, I have a really good one, and I wanna that I wanna kind of work on a little bit once I get my. I'm sad to ask, but what what moves does it have? Mud slap and Stone Edge. Oh, <laughs> I keep getting Megahorn. I don't know what I'm doing. I hate that. I, I think I have yeah. one. Yep, I got one with Megahorn. I hate yeah. it. I never That's use them. Stone Edge, though. I put him in gyms like just because he's high CP, and maybe like a Grass Pokemon's gonna roll up and he'll like bug it back, but. You know what I mean? Yeah. For for grass types, it's good coverage. But yeah. I, 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 me personally, I love some stab. I like stab, and I want. To. Well, it's it's so big in this game. Twenty five percent. You know. Yeah. That's just. Yeah. That's huge. I need that it's, stab. That's a lot. It's as strong as being super effective, which I think is a topic for another time. But it's screwed up that like using water on a fire Pokemon is just as good as stab. Like it's both a twenty. 25% bonus. It just kind of, it seems weird to me right. that they calculate it that way in this game. Yeah. Um, okay, so we are running crazy long. We're already at like an hour. We're over an hour probably by the time we edit this down a little bit. So this we're going to skip pick of the week. We're going to skip a tip of the week, and we're just going to roll right into questions. Otherwise, we'll have like a two-hour podcast. So big thank you. Uh, Elijah last week asked if you start the game now, do you get the Generation 2 starters or do you get the Generation 1 starters? James, Sandy, and a couple other people tweeted in you do, in fact, get Gen 1 starters. So if you if you open the game and start it up, it's just like you started like in July. Professor Willow says, hey, what's going on? Here's a, a Bulbasaur, Charmander, Squirtle. Pick one. Walk away. Get a Pikachu. Um, do you guys, do you think they should have updated it? Do you do you want to see the Gen 2 starters in there now? Or, or I think you should have a choice. 
I think you yeah. should have a choice. I think you should be able to choose whether or not uh, the Pokemon that you start off with is either Gen 1 or Gen 2. Um, like all six of them pop up and you just like have right. to pick one of them? Yep. That'd be kind of cool. Yep, yep. Especially when it's like Gen 4 and it's like 12 Pokemon and like right. 15 Pokemon. Maybe at Pokemon. that point they'll have like a button. Yes. Yeah. Like some something, sort of some way you can select. Yeah. An easier way to navigate through. But yeah. I think I think that you should be able to choose, um, you know, what generation you want to start at. Because if it was me personally, um, at this point, I don't I don't see myself getting a Charizard anytime soon. But um, I got quite a few Cyndaquils. And I will say, yeah. I had been mentioning very often that I could just did not find Cyndaquils. Cyndaquils like yeah. I could not find them, yeah. and I did finally catch two Cyndaquils. So yeah, I got about not eight. enough, but I pineapped them. So you know, yeah, I felt good. They've about definitely them. been the yeah. rarest for me. I've seen a ton of Totodile, a ton yeah, of Chikoritas, so many Chikoritas. I thought it was, I thought it was just our area because with nah, they're everywhere. No, yeah. So remember many. when I went out of town, I still saw all those Chikoritas. Oh yeah, you showed it to like, me. And, and then you know, we caught a wild. I caught a. Well, did you, I don't think you never, no, you never got. We it, thought huh? that we did when we were hunting with those random. I must have caught it somewhere else. But he didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah, like was- yeah. I've caught two crocodile in the wild and seen a couple of bay leaf. Yeah, but- I see bay leaves yeah. in the wild. Yeah, I got two. I got two wild bay leaf. That hopefully that answers your question there, Elijah. The second thing we wanted to bring up, Carl sent in. I'll try to remember. I'll put a link in the show notes. So if you guys want to check it out, he sent us this really cool spreadsheet where he basically got crazy serious about how to complete his Pokedex and he broke it down from the Pokemon that he needed he broke it down to how he could catch that Pokemon like and what his best way to catch it if he need like for Lapras he knows that he needs to hatch it and he rated that hard for a victory bell he needed a victory bell he's got to go after a victory bell and he needs to get a bunch of bell sprout and he's got this whole system figured out to get like the 10 or so remaining Pokemon he needs for generation 1 it's a really cool process I think I might ape that for generation two, I only need a couple of more Pokemon for generation one. But I gotta ask you guys: Are you focused on generation one? Do you want to close that book in and focus on it like Carl is, or is it just kind of wide open and you're just sort of thinking about it as all of the Pokemon generation well, I'm, one? I'm and two open as far as all of the Pokemon go, but I'm the type of person that like if I get up, if I'm watching a show and I get up and go run and check my mail or something or go make a sandwich, I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna back that show back up because I don't even want to miss a little bit. So point being, like I've definitely want to complete all of gen one like that's not necessarily my focus like i'm not going to just turn down a gen two pokemon but i'm definitely trying to complete the entire thing it's not just up in the air for me yeah so for me you know it's it's wide open man i just uh i want to i don't really focus on closing out my pokedex from gen one mostly because you know i know i'm probably not going to be going to france uh or uh, australia anytime soon so uh, I probably won't be. I won't be. You know, complete. Are those close together? Like they're they're right next to each other, right? I mean, you can like just take a train or something. <laughs> right. Uh, I wish. That's fine. Just one quick trip to Australia and France. All right. I do that all the time. It's not a big deal. Just a little. Like, just that's a, not only thing if I'm I had instant, you know, instant. Uh, what did uh, what did Goku have? Instant transmission. If I had that. <laughs> or Abra, you could teleport like Abra. Right. Yeah. Teleport like Abra. Run from everyone who looks at me. But yeah, you know, for me, I just. It's all good, man. I just, I'm just out here playing a game. I'm just out here playing a game. I'm not really focused on, uh, you know, Gen One or Gen Two. If I see a Pokemon from Gen Two that I like and a Pokemon from Gen One that I like, I just, you know, I select which one, you know, and I had to choose which one of them I wanted to catch, and I won't be able to catch the other. I just try to catch whichever one I like the most, and that's, you know, that's where it comes down to to me. Uh, Yeah, catch everything. Well, yeah, you're supposed to catch everything, but if we're in a situation, if you're in a situation, yeah, Stardust and experience. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I'm not saying I'm not, but I just don't see unless you're unless you're basically going around the fact that. If you're in a pinch, like no, not a pinch. Right, I'm saying like if if it's five Pokemon, if we're driving out of here right now and five Pokemon pop up and right, you gotta here, just hit. One. Yeah, okay, and we, well, and obviously someone's gonna choose what they want. That's choose. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. Like oh, okay. in, in any other case, I'm tr- I catch everything. I don't discriminate against any Pokemon because it's just way too much of a grind to level up once you get. Uh, you and know, I got through Stardust way too fast tonight. Upper catch. level. Okay, our last question comes from Classic Tomato 74 and I think you guys might have answered this on your last collaboration podcast, but I wanted to go ahead and answer it here. He said, do you know if an egg has a specific Pokemon in it when you pick it up, or does it come out randomly when you hatch it? 
I think it has a I think it has one uh I think it has a random Pokemon I, I, in there when I you so pick too. it up, yeah, when you first get it. What do you think? Yeah. That's what I think I'm I'm almost positive that's the case and I don't know for sure for sure, but the reason why I think that is because whenever they do make egg changes, so like at one point they said no more Pidgey and Rattata and eggs, right? right. Or they said here's the generation 2 Pokemon. But you all the eggs you had before could hatch Pidgey or Rattata right. and then all the new eggs. Right. Yeah. I would love to be able to find out like what's in there. You know, it would just be nice to every now and then if you could find a way to like, you know, take it. I know my brother said like a long time ago, Salt was like, if you could take it to an NPC and talk to a breeder and he would like shake the egg and look at it and be like, oh, there's a Lavatar in here. That would be kind of neat. It would be good to know what's in there ahead of time. So we won't waste our incubators and stuff. It's not like incubators don't cost a lot of money or anything because they, you know. And then I don't cry myself to sleep when a Gligar pops out. Um, Hey, look, I'm not, I ain't going to be, I'm not going to be sad. I wasn't, I got a Gligar and I'm not sad about it. Hey, you need one. Everybody needs one. Everybody needs one. And I'm not sad about it because when Gliscor comes out, Mm -hmm. I'll be prepared. Gliscor sounds like an STD medication. Like, oh, <laughs> we'll take care of your herpes with Gliscor. <laughs> Gliscor may cause vomiting, diarrhea. You know how the guy at the bottom, oh, yeah. he says all yeah. those side effects death, vomiting, diarrhea, but all this super death, your yeah. mother's death, your grandfather's death, and everyone's <laughs> death that you know. And mega herpes. And, right, yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait, I just had regular herpes. Why am I going to get mega herpes? <laughs> this medicine is worth it. Yeah, but hopefully that answers your question, Classic. Um, and yeah, so it does seem that you do get a Pokemon prescribed, but you're just going to have to walk it to find out what's in it. And that brings us to the end of what I think, in my humble opinion, was an amazing show. It was so good having you guys on here. I know, I enjoyed it. It was so great. Much. It was a great show, yeah. Uh, thank God. We didn't sing anything. Uh, Salt always does the singing, so I'll do our plugs real quick. You can follow us at pokemon go underscore radio or you can find us on facebook at pokemon go radio and our email is info at pokemon go we check that all the time and i would highly encourage you guys if you are on twitter or on facebook ask us questions we love that interaction but interact with each other that's the coolest thing about that forum is that you have an opportunity to tweet each other facebook each other i would ask everybody make an effort to do that at least once this week just say something comment on somebody else's thing and it's just so cool seeing that more and more every week I just want that to foster and grow because it's such a cool thing. And definitely check these guys out. Where where can they find your stuff? Where can they find your show? Where can they find you on social media? Well, you can find us uh, on social media on you know on Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and you know all that good stuff at Pokemon Go FM. Uh, you can um, you know find us on iTunes. That's where you can listen to us. You can listen to us on iTunes and SoundCloud, or you can listen to us on our website, which is kind of weird, but you know that's also great. Uh, you can go and our website is Pokemon Go FM dot XYZ. You know, like where you would put dot com. It's XYZ for us because we're oh, just snaps. we're just you know cool like that. And, you know, we wanted to do, try something different. So <laughs> Pokemon Go FM dot XYZ is our. Um, yeah, our website. So, yeah, you can check us out over there, too. And um, you can send all your questions and comments about our show and everything like that to um, AskPokemonGoFM at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for being on here. Again, I think it's so cool that you guys reached out. I'm so glad that we got, we're able to get together. It was great. We're definitely, we're going to have to do this again, I think, at some point. Yeah, I think uh, sure. I think maybe like a battle royale, like all four podcasts, all five podcasts, whatever, like all in the same show. Do you, be know just like, sense, do you know they're like, you know, they're like 15 Pokemon Go podcasts, right? Yeah, but I can't keep track. I just, yeah, I'm I bad. think that we're just, we, I think not to sound vain or anything, but I think ours is just the ones that we have are more popular than those think they're smaller oh shots fired no and it's easy. not that hey you know, uh, tweet at bagel noob oh. you can find him on the uh, oh. yeah. uh, look you heard it from him only not me okay so and, you know the reason i say that for, but for real though, the reason i say this is because you know like a lot of the people that started pokemon go podcast they like quit them no, especially that when we went through that drought like yeah, yeah, October was real. Shout out oh. to you just for getting through it too. Like we yeah. powered through that together. Yeah, yeah. No, it was it was a struggle. I was listening to some of the shows back then, and all of us were kind of like, "So, uh, some something gonna happen eventually." Like, what's going, what's going on? Uh, yo, uh, yeah. Niantic, uh, I wrote you another letter yet uh, again. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But then they dropped that Halloween event, and that it's been just so much everything. It's been, it's been rolling since then, and I'm so excited for the future. I'm so excited for the future of this game, and I'm so excited for the future of this community because when we have awesome people like you guys 
in this community, spurring it on, having that interaction. I, uh, I'm going to get all choked up and stupid and sentimental because of that business whiskey that I've been drinking all night. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just really glad. I'm just glad that we got new friends. I'm glad that we got new uh compatriots and it, yeah it's awesome thank you guys so much no yeah, problem no, man. no problem so uh man we we uh do you have a personal page that we could like follow you on uh yeah my individual twitter account is uh i'm bad at twitter it's at pokemon at pokemon go radio pgr underscore Papa Narwhal. That's my Twitter name. I picked the longest one physically possible. Couldn't even get the S on there. Um, but yeah, it's it. Just go to the Pokemon Go podcast. Or that's not my podcast. Pokemon Go Radio. Go to Pokemon Go Radio, and you'll you'll find a uh, Papa Narwhal Twitter all up and down that thing. So nice. yeah, cool, cool. Uh, when do you guys drop shows? You drop them on. Uh, what, what day of the week do you drop them on? I'm forgetting. I got a brain. Fart. Yeah, we just we record whenever we can because you know jobs and stuff like that. <laughs> oh yeah, I am constantly in and out of somebody's hospital. So you know, you guys are lucky to get a show from us once a week. Period. Yeah. So well, the thing you can do to help yourself there is just subscribe to their podcast, and that way you'll just see it downloaded in your phone yeah. whenever it's ready. Get that alert set up, and you can follow us every Monday. You can check out our shows. But in the meantime, you guys want to say it? Guardians out. <laughs> go, you, like go freaking, you like what I did? I like what you, I like what you did there. <laughs> go freaking catch them all. Go freaking catch them all. Other question though, my maybe my more important question. I'm sorry, you know, if you don't want to answer this, bagel, it's totally fine. I I completely understand because it's a little personal. But why do you like bug Pokemon so much? I mean, like, oh, what's oh up my with god, that? I know. Thank you for asking this. Thank you. Even, it's not. Look, let me let me. His it, name is Bug Trainer. Oh no, Bug Trainer. <laughs> bug look, Trainer News. Look, that's up, I, no judgment. So you know, and no, that's fine. It's just that she's always looking at my phone, or like you know, it's like always something going on. No, he's always bug. squealing over Spinnerax. No, like, I'm not squealing <laughs> over Spinnerax. Uh, on the last two episodes, you have been pumping up Ariados like. Right. That's what I'm saying. Oh my god. Let me tell you. Your podcast is sponsored by like Barkbox and Ariados. That's what's happening over there. (laughs) 